0: Our screens may be all different sizes this year, but our films will have the same-sized impact. They'll shake
1: you, move you, and refuse to leave you. Mark our words. Groundbreaking stories are very much To Be Continued.
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Spoiler Warning Podcast. This is our 2020 Toronto International Film Festival review of Another Round. I'm Christopher Schnaese.
1: And I'm Stephen Miller.
0: And if you're joining us for the first time, the Spoiler Warning Podcast is a weekly film review program. Each week on the show, we're going to dive in, debate, discuss, and argue over the latest films coming to a streaming platform near you. Of course, except for this week, where we're talking about films that just premiered at the 2020 Toronto International Film Festival. Um, So, yeah, Stephen, I have a question for you. I, we we've talked about this in the past, I think, when we review films that are subtitled, where like the word the thing the person's saying is a word that translates into English totally fine, but then the subtitle changes it um yep. for whatever reason. the title of this film is drunk
1: <laughs> yeah
0: but but the English title is another round, <laughs> and it was just funny when this film started to see a big ass just black background with the white text drunk and then yeah. another round pop up on the subtitles. Um did that did that give you a good chuckle?
1: It it did. Yeah, yeah. I I liked it. Though I kind of I get why sometimes they change the name in different languages. Like it wouldn't surprise me if like in Denmark people say druk to be like let's have another, you know, like that could be the kind of thing that we don't know gotcha. that might change yeah, the meaning of it. But yeah, that that did make me laugh too. <laughs>
0: yeah, cuz I cuz I feel like this is not a film about getting another round. <laughs> this is a mm. film about getting drunk. Mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think I think we'll get into it.
1: Oh yeah, we'll get into it.
0: Um, once again, no trailer for this film. Um, but that's okay, because this film is not in English. So even if there was a trailer, it probably wouldn't come across what's going on. Um, but another round is basically the story of um a, f- a few teachers um
1: at uh this is a high school right yeah i think yeah yeah i think <laughs> okay. high school.
0: so it's teachers at a high school
1: i assume in denmark you can just drink when you're 16 or something yeah uh, apparently
0: <laughs> um <laughs> but uh but basically it is a, a history teacher a uh track coach uh or a, a pe teacher whatever um it is a psychology teacher and it is a music teacher. And mm-hmm. uh, basically, one night at one of their 40th birthdays while they're trying to consume various amounts of alcohol, one of them brings up a story um, where some individual believes that human beings are born with a negative uh, or with a 0.05 alcohol content, blood alcohol content deficiency. And that in order for us to all function at our highest level, we need to drink enough alcohol to be at 0.05 blood alcohol content. Um, and that gets us to the baseline of what we should be as human beings. So they come up with a plan to what if we just drink constantly during the day and uh, see if that improves our daily interactions and uh, our teaching skills and whatnot. And uh, they, they try to do... I don't know if we can call it a scientific study, but they're definitely writing a paper <laughs>
1: yeah. about their findings. They're definitely typing something. <laughs> they're, they're, they're
0: treating it as though there's some academic basis for why they're doing this. Um, so that way you don't just think they're irresponsible alcoholics. Uh, but yeah, it's a plan that they have to see how far this can go and um, what are the effects on their lives. Stephen Miller, what did you think of Another Round?
1: So when this was one of those things that I booked kind of later, like I I decided to grab a ticket after I had already grabbed the other ones, um, just kind of on a whim. And I assumed that it was going to be very dark and depressing because the director, Thomas Vinterberg, is kind of known for like depressing movies. He and Lars von Trier were kind of like in the same cohort. Um, And the last movie that he and Mads Mikkelsen made together, The Hunt, was like famously like heavy drama like heavy 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 drama and i assumed this would be more of the same you know this was going to be about granted i didn't read much at all about it except for it was about drinking and i was like okay this is going to be a movie about an alcoholic whose life spirals out of control this is going to be very heavy probably unpleasant eh, whatever this will be like a headphone movie that I'll just I'll survive maybe i'll get something out of it you know i i had a fucking blast with this movie <laughs> this movie <laughs> like really surprised me um in terms of the tone that it decided to take and the places it goes and i think what is so interesting to me is it, it's provocative right because these are four people who work at a high school who are drinking like progressively drinking more and more um kids drink in this movie as well and like there's a lot about alcohol consumption and recklessness versus the liberation of you know having your inhibitions go away and it is at once doing something that is potentially controversial and heavy but then it is taking it with so much fun at the same time like it 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 is really enjoying this and there like there's an energy to this movie that i just very early on in this movie i just had like a big smile on my face and there were multiple moments where i was just i was vibing with it so hard i just really like the tempo of this film um i think the there are moments especially where they have all agreed to do this challenge and we get to see each of the teachers how they behave after a few drinks in their class and like there was like real joy that i had of just like seeing them succeed right like seeing them yeah. get out of their shell and act differently even though like if i zoom out like mads mickelson's history teacher all of his lessons where he does great he's basically just talking about drinking you know like i still don't actually get the sense that he taught history in any meaningful way <laughs>
0: he did he did um, trick the students into picking hitler as their leaders. <laughs>
1: What yeah, so that? that oh, that was a thing where I got so much joy out of that scene because by the time he was describing number two, I was like, I think I know who these are and I know who your number three is gonna be. And I was like, Yeah, yeah. do it, do it, do it, do it. And I was so happy when, <laughs> when he did it. Um, yeah. yeah, I just think it like there's at once heavy drama going on, uh like without giving too much away, relationships are frayed in this movie, uh people are put in vulnerable situations. People should not be in charge of children um, in the conditions that they're in. But then it it just is juxtaposing the dramatic heaviness with a lot of fun. And it kind of this movie feels like the contradiction of alcohol, which is like, yeah, it, it can be dire and it can be terrible and your judgment gets inhibited and people wreck their life over it and it can be this like escape from pain but it also can be freeing and fun and it makes you relax and it feels different and i feel like very very many movies are about the negative effect of alcohol alone you know like the The way back for instance um yeah like that is usually a movie about alcohol is a movie about destructive alcoholism but i'm not sure i've seen movies before that are about like (laughs) the positive effects of alcohol. Yeah, no, like the, the, the real lived experience of like being an adult of like having a couple drinks and like what that, what that does to you. I don't know. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was, I thought it was really cool. And it was just a pleasant surprise because I was not at all in a mode where I was expecting a movie that I was going to have fun with. And give me like dancing Mads Mikkelsen in everything, because that just like, I, I I love that visual. (laughs)
0: This is I, I think this is it's sort of like um when we saw Duck Butter, where it's like on mm-hmm. on 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 paper, duck butter sounds like just like a, a trash film that is is going to be like whatever you're seeing it because of like the plot is so ridiculous. And then when I saw it, I was like, Oh my god, I think this movie is brilliant and I was like amazed at what it was doing. I felt the like when I, I I started to read the description, um of of this film on like the the tiff website and like i bailed out part way through just because it was it, it was like it it was just way too detailed about like they're at they're at a dinner and then somebody brings up a thing about this and then they start to drink a little and i, I was like this is who wrote this description this sounds super weird but i was like okay i get it they start drinking and drinking and drinking and I was like whatever okay i'll, I'll watch this movie it, it seemed like a silly premise but mm-hmm. for whatever reason this is like the greatest movie <laughs> it's it's really i mean and it and it's funny too because what it is doing is wholly irresponsible oh yeah (laughs) like like you were just talking about like i haven't seen a film that talks about the positive side of of, of drinking this film opens with children like understand that the drinking age in denmark is different um but it starts with a race where kids run around a lake with a case of beer and every quarter mile, whatever, it is, eighth of a mile, whatever it is, they have to chug a beer. And if anybody throws up, you get time deducted away from your finishing time. And that's the introduction of the film. And then smash cut to really sobering the life of this older teacher who is like, lost the joy in life and sort of is his students literally call a meeting about how boring a teacher he is. And yeah. it's it's sort of like you, you go from this wild kids having fun to this sobering being an adult. Um and sobering hot. It was it wasn't even supposed to be a joke. It was it literally was sobering. Um but, but it was a single entendre Steven single entendre yeah um, um, but like you're you're just watching this experience of this person and seeing the state of where he is in life and how his marriage is going and how his being a father is going and how his being a teacher is going and that takes you into this dinner that he goes to which he doesn't even really want to be a part of and then he gets sort of sucked into this environment where they're playing this game and you see how that affects him and and I think this film has the fun and the silliness of the drinking and how that's going. It has the scariness of this is so irresponsible. What's like, I in like, (laughs) you already brought up the way back. We were joking off air about the way back in comparison to this. And the way back is really watching somebody. um, Like you're watching them fail and you're supposed to feel bad all the time right you you are like like you you're rooting them you're rooting for them to stop and to get yeah. better in this film you're somehow rooting for them to just not get caught <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> like, you're like 100% yeah. <laughs> you're like yeah you're a better teacher the students love you this is better for everyone and if i if i could digress for a second it, one thing that was funny watching this film is my Spanish professor, professor in college um, told us a story about when he was in college, whenever he had to do presentations, um, like oral, because he, he hated doing oral reports and things like that, he would come in with a briefcase, and in that briefcase would be a bottle of tequila... And when it, was, when it was his turn to talk, he would go into the hallway, open up his briefcase, and take like two shots of tequila, and then close it and go back <laughs> in and give his presentation. And like he told this to the class, it, like his, <laughs> his. I mean, it was college, we're all of drinking age, um, it's fine. Uh, but but uh, it it just it was it was funny that he was like, hey, I know things are hard, but this is what I did when I was in college, yeah.
1: <laughs> and you it would, would if it's interesting because when i was in college i i like avoided public speaking for years like basically freshman through junior year i managed to just not have to ever have a presentation anywhere and no. my first public speaking was an international conference in shanghai like in front of like 150 people and it was terrifying like i hadn't done it in forever yeah and i had this moment of like should i take like three shots right before <laughs> i go on stage but then I felt like I was at a crossroads where if I do this, I will have to do this every time for the rest of my life. <laughs> so I did it sober. And I don't know if I regret it or not. <laughs> I
0: mean, did you learn nothing from this film? You should have started with one shot and saw, see how it went. And then right. slowly increase the amount of shots until you find the optimum level of shots before presentations. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so, I, so, so anyways, I, I, I thought this film was incredibly fun. But it was also incredibly touching. Th- this film ends with a text message that just made me start bawling. <laughs> like, yeah. It got me so good. <laughs> like, I was like, Jesus Christ, where is this coming from?
1: Now, um, honey, do you read his behavior? There's the text message, and then there is like the final scene in the film. Do you read that final scene as being congruent with the text message or is he fucking it up? Because I can't tell. I felt like it was open-ended. Like, it could be read either way. What What do you mean by fucking it up? Like, th- mm, I don't know if there's an easy way to ask it on, on Mike. Like, the, the text message is rekindling a thing that got broken due to certain yeah. behavior. It was broken for a few reasons, but one yeah. of them was certain behaviors and he is about to leave and then instead they see something and they change their tone. And I'm wondering if we, as the audience are supposed to feel he has gotten what he wanted and he's living his best life now, or we are watching him celebrate into oblivion.
0: I, I think he is celebrating into oblivion, but I also, the person who sent the text is not at the place that this is taking place. And it's not like I sent you this text. I'll see you in five minutes. It's a. It's it's supposed to be opposed to the conversation at the restaurant. Um, yeah. And it's. I, I think. I think we are supposed to feel the way he feels, with what he does in that scene. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, so that's I'm, definitely how
1: I felt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I think it's, I think it's all, it's all good.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was a big. I think part of it too. What I loved, I don't know how it is in Denmark, um, but I feel like in general, no offense to people who do the the great and necessary work of being high school teachers, but it it oftentimes in media, especially that is kind of the like the job that can be thankless right like like the job where the students are like little shit bags and especially (laughs) if you are a boring teacher which is uh, Mads Mikkelsen's problem at the beginning of this movie there can be a kind of like depressingness to it like that it's often like a, a way to signify that a person feels stuck in a rut and so I love that it's like four high school teachers who do this because even while it's irresponsible it never feels terrible it kind of feels like a successful use of a midlife crisis. Um, <laughs> I and, mean, and I for, think like for one
0: of the four, it, it sort of feels terrible at
1: points. Yeah, sure. It's not great. <laughs> not, not great for one of the four. But I, I, I love... And what is interesting is that you, you mentioned the basically intervention that is held at the beginning of this movie. Um, and I was still thinking I was in the depressing version of this movie. And I thought they were going to say... We can tell you've been drinking, you're drunk at work, you're slurring through your lesson and we're not learning anything. You need to get help. But then it's like, oh, you should be drunk because you're so <laughs> fucking boring. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that switched a Just I was like, oh, hell yeah, this is the movie I'm watching. <laughs> the,
0: the, the one thing that is funny about watching, like if, if they made an American remake of this film... Uh, uh, also, I'm realizing I can see the post right now, and it's Druk, not drunk.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I thought maybe... So, Druk is Danish for binge drinking, so I thought you okay. were just, like, shorthanding it. No, no, I just...
0: It, when it popped up, I, like... I, I just, In my head, I read it as drunk. Um, hmm. But anyways, the point I was trying to make is... Um, so, like, if they if they made an American remake of this film, right? Like, the performance would be the how can i make myself feel drunk right but this is a foreign language film at least to us (laughs) and i don't know the danish accent well enough to understand what it sounds like drunk versus sober right so Mm -hmm. like in the scenes where like at least the pe teacher is just screaming at the kids like in my head he sounds belligerent (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but, but yeah. like, it doesn't change the more he gets drunk, right? It's sort of like... I, yep. I just... I don't know the accent well enough to know, like, how that's that's going. So So, to me, unless they are... Unless the characters are bumping into things or laughing uncontrollably or doing something that, like, I associate with, like, under the influence of alcohol, they seem totally, like, fine. Like, I never... I never know whether in the classroom, they are slurring their words because I don't understand the words they're saying because it's not in English, yeah, um, so it, it was just kind of like an interesting it was an interesting way to like I don't know if you watch this like in Denmark, if those performances are very nuanced as they go from one blood alcohol content level to another,
1: mm that is a good point yeah i'm i'm not sure uh so two things i was gonna say one is i i've only really seen mads mickelson as what i would say is a character actor is what he is in america like in hollywood things and in television where he tends to be the kind of the villain or the person who seems menacing in some way and he's really good at those roles obviously like like Leshev in us uh, a bond and everything, but I've never seen him as a dramatic lead. And I, I realized after like scrolling through his IMDb that there's this whole world of Danish cinema where he is just like the man. Um, <laughs> and I'm really curious to see because I think he's great in this movie. Like he's yeah. so good. Um, and it, I was going to say he's playing against type, but I just don't know his type. Like I only get this like limited American window into what his type is. Um, so i like that a second one which this is like so random personal story it probably shouldn't even be on the podcast but <laughs> so there, there's a night that is kind of legendary in our company at least like for me <laughs> and the other person who was there where two of us met with a person and racked up a like two thousand dollar bar tab after dinner of like just drinking at a bar and the guy was danish who we were talking to and he looked and sound exactly like nicolaj <laughs> the uh the philosophy teacher in this movie, um, <laughs> and I got a lot of joy out of that. Or psychology, psychology teacher. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I do like too that 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 psychology teacher. He's the one that concocted this scheme. He's the one that's like trying to turn it into a paper, and like mm-hmm. everything is going swimmingly, I guess you could call it. And then he comes back. He's like, "So I talked to some other psychology people, and apparently there's this point." in which you're drinking, where you either decide to go home or you just continue drinking for the rest of the night. We should test that as part of our theorem as well. <laughs> like, I just, I like the idea of him casually trying to ask weird questions to his, like, other psychology uh, colleagues and them not understanding w- what their answers mean for this test that he's going to go off and do. Um, that was pretty good. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, he he is definitely the person who keeps pushing it along. Uh, like, he's like, hey, let's have a, like, Bacchanal now. Let, let, let's, like, get so drunk that we don't know who we are anymore. and <laughs> We just roam the streets. Yeah. Um, yeah, I i enjoyed that. Especially because I would have also enjoyed the movie if it didn't keep amping it up. Like, if it was just, like, moderate drinking and just, like, exploring the effect of that. I would have loved almost any version of this movie. It's just, yeah. like, it got me. And then anywhere it goes, i am I'm there for it
0: it's also interesting to know that Danish people do not like
1: Sazerac's apparently. Ah, <laughs> mm. uh, I wanted a Sazerac so bad watching them drink it. That seemed, yep. that seemed amazing. It was pretty good. I do. This is a minor nitpick, but you and I were talking about the blood alcohol contents and I do feel like there's something kind of off about the numbers there. Even if we're adjusting to what I think it is, which is like 0.05 and then 0.1 and then 0.18 or whatever. Um, it seems like for a heavy drinking culture, the point at which they're acting like they are impacted and slurring and stuff is much lower than what I would think it would be. And even the fact that when they're, I didn't interpret them as hating the Sazerac. I interpreted them as like being bracing because it was like, ooh, that's strong, you know? Um, <laughs> to, to me, it definitely it's like, felt it's like It's just alcohol, like... you know? Like, I'm happy with Sazeracs. It's yeah, my I drink know? of choice. Yeah, no, they're great. But I definitely
0: interpreted it as, as like, it was literally the first time they had ever had one, and they chose it because there wasn't anything besides alcohol in it. Um, they were like, yeah. oh, this isn't like one of those cocktails with mixed stuff in it. This is just, like, pretty much pure alcohol. So, and then every time they tried, they were like, God, why would you drink this? But but that could be, my once again, my interpretation of the subtitles and their visual reaction to it. Yeah. Any last th- thoughts on this film, Stephen? Nope. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and get to our verdicts then. If you were going to give this a must-see, recommend with a caveat, wait for until pass with a caveat, or a must-avoid, what would you give it?
1: Uh, I'm giving it a must-see. I think this is the best alcoholic thing to come out of Denmark since McKellar, and I'm here for it. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs>
0: Uh, I'm also giving a late <laughs> response. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was already trying to prep what I was going to say, and then like it registered uh, before the words could come out. What you were saying, I also agree. <laughs> Greatest thing to come out of Denmark besides McKellar, um, rip the SF McKellar. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a must-see for me as well. I, I, there are multiple levels on which I enjoyed this film. Like I loved it for the silliness of it. And then as serious threads were woven in, I loved the serious threads. And I was rooting for all the characters. And I loved sort of how they sort of, obviously, not all of them have the best threads. <laughs> uh, but I, I really felt for all of these characters. And I was always rooting for them, even when they're
1: giving students alcohol. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you're just so nice about it.
0: Yeah, it's like it's like the most irresponsible thing, but the amount of heart that is involved in it, you're like, yeah, fucking take a drink of that water. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that is going to be the end of our review of Another Round or Drook. So, Stephen Miller, if people want to find you throughout the week. Where can they do that? People can find me at twitter.com slash
1: S David Miller or S David Miller.com.
0: People can find me at Life.com or Twitter.com slash ChristopherIRL. You can find the podcast over at the warning.com where you can get a bunch of the back episodes of the show. Um, if you want to subscribe to the show, you can do so on Overcast, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever podcasts are found. If you want to know the episodes go live, you can follow us at Twitter.com slash SpoilTheWarning, Facebook.com slash warning or Instagram.com slash warning If you want to get a hold of us directly, you can send an email to fans at the warning.com, or you can use the contact form on our site music for this episode will come from maybe the song that's playing during the credits. If not, uh, then it is the, once again, the little stinger from the 2019 Toronto international film festival. So hopefully you are enjoying whichever of those is playing now. Um, and yeah, that is the end of this review. We still have more reviews in, in the, uh, in the shoot, in the, in the lineup, in the something. And, uh, Yeah, we will see you in the next review.
1: Bye. This is Canadian content, and it's time we take credit for it, starting now. Oh,
0: oh. Canada!